Hey, hey guys, guys, this is Riley Bircha and Larissa Avi's Health Podcast. Today we'll be talking about first aid skills, adult and child CPR, use of an external defibrillator, AED, choking, stopping bleeding, contusions, fractures, and anaphylactic shock. All of these things are really important and we urge you to learn more about all of these topics, so pay attention. These things could help you live life one day or even help yourself. Let's get right into it, guys. Hey guys, here's some facts on first aid skills. When coming across a person who's injured, you need to stop the bleeding as soon as possible. You should call 911, apply pressure to the injury, pass and press it, and then apply a tourniquet. If you are come across a person undergoing anaphylactic shock, you should call you should call 911 immediately. Then ask the person if they are carrying an EpiPen with them. If so, follow these instructions and deliver the medicine properly. Finally, if the person's heart stops before the ambulance comes, you need to give them CPR. If you come upon someone who is choking, you should stand behind them and place your arms around their waist. Next, you should cleanse one fist and place it right above their belly button. You then should put your other hand on top of the fist and push sharply inwards and upwards. You may repeat this movement up to five times on a person who's choking. If you have a broken bone and need to stabilize the, you need to stabilize the situation immediately. Follow these steps. Stop any bleeding, immobilize the injured area, and apply cold to the area. Ice, for example, can help. And then you treat for shock. You have you should help them get comfortable and encourage resting. And finally, you call 911, even though that should be done first. If you or someone you know has a contusion, you should first rest the area if possible and apply ice to limit swelling. You should also compress the area to help with swelling. If possible, you should elevate the area. Larissa, what do you do if you see someone going into anaphylactic shock? Also, how do you know they are in they're going into anaphylactic shock? If I see someone going into anaphylactic shock, I must call 911 and see if they have an EpiPen on them. If they don't, I must patiently wait for the ambulance. If they do, if they stop breathing, I must perform CPR. I could determine if someone is going into anaphylactic shock because they could be very warm out of nowhere, have nausea, have difficulty swallowing, paleness, etc. These symptoms could help you determine if it might happen soon. I will talk about more symptoms in the next part. Back to you. These are just five facts and why all of these topics are important. Be more aware of these facts, guys. All of these facts could save lives, so let me tell you. All of these things could save lives, so let me give you some facts to help you understand. When doing CPR, make sure you follow all the steps. Check the scene, check for pulse, call 911, then start compressions. Do not stop until help arrives or the person wakes up. If an infant needs CPR, follow all the steps. Check the scene, check for breathing, call 911, then start compressions. For compressions, use two fingers to deliver 30 quick compressions that are about one and a half inches deep. If an infant or child stops breathing, try giving them rescue breaths. To perform CPR breaths, open, open the airway by making sure they are laying on their back, then tilt their head back slightly and lift the child's chin. Pinch their nose shut and make a complete seal over the child's mouth by placing your mouth over their mouth. Breathe in the child's mouth twice. Begin CPR if they are unresponsive. You should learn how to use an AED or an external defibrillator because cardiac arrest is among the leading causes of death in the U.S. It saves lives when it comes to cardiac arrest and it walks you through the steps. For anaphylactic shock, 
Symptoms include skin reactions such as hives, flushed skin, or paleness. Suddenly feeling too warm, feeling like you have a lump in your throat, or difficulty swallowing. Nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea, abdominal pain, a weak or rapid pulse, running nose, or sneezing. Swollen tongue or lips, wheezing or difficulty breathing, a sense that something is wrong with your body, and or tingling hands, feet, mouth, or scalp. If any of these symptoms are occurring, be wary of anaphylactic shock. Make sure you have an EpiPen to help you. Riley, what do you do if someone is not breathing on the ground and the scene is not safe? You call 911 from a safe distance. Do not go to the scene and do not put yourself in danger. These facts are super duper important. Always remember them. In our opinion, we believe first aid training and testing should be required by schools before the student is able to graduate. Because this knowledge is so important to know in our society, it would be comforting to know that people around us could help if we got injured in some way. In serious situations, doctors or trained professionals aren't going to be there 100% of the time, so it's important that citizens are given the basic knowledge of training in first aid. We believe that it's extremely important and everyone should be educated in first aid training. Knowing what to do can save a lot of lives. You should learn this just in case you're ever put in that kind of situation. First aid is very important, as you can see. We advise everyone to learn how to deal with these situations so we can prevent casualties. We believe all these things should be taught in school so people are more familiar with possible situations. People should learn these extremely important life skills because people would be more comfortable and 911 or emergency services might not be able to come fast enough to help someone. So remember all this information and don't let it go to waste. That's all for the podcast. Bye, y'all. Signing off. Riley Burchuk and Larissa Abbey.